back to the last episode of Rose Dive for a while, if not maybe ever. Maybe ever? Question this mark? could be our last episode ever. I'm not and sure. And it will be the most dramatic finale in Rose Dive history. That's actually probably true. It's It's a joke, but that's probably true. The episode, this episode, and then the episode with Greg was pretty controversial. But Greg was controversial because yeah. you and I disagreed. I don't know if we have really different takes on the, what happened here. No, no, I think I might be a little harsher on on everybody. Everyone. On everybody. Oh dear. Even Gabby. Well, let us. I guess we we have a lot to recap. Yeah. Um. Two episodes, four hours of bachelor content two weeks in a row uh last week i was questioning i was like why am i why am i watching this show right now um especially the women tell all this week yesterday's episode was pretty good this episode i would probably consider the most entertaining episode that i've that i've seen out of the how many episodes probably like 10 40 38 episodes that we've done something like that yeah something like that that's a that's a good run for a podcast even i don't know if this is our last ever episode but that is a good run for a podcast we did a we did a bang up job we did and i we agreed to cover katie michelle paradise and whoever the bachelor is we did that Mm -hmm. i think it just depends on where our lives are in july when gabby and sue or oops Gabby and Rachel's season airs. Hey, everybody. Spoiler, spoiler alert. It's, <laughs> this entire episode is If you're not alert. watching the last episode before you watch this, uh, that's Go pretty weird. That first. I mean, some people just listen to recaps and don't actually watch the show. Yeah, not ours, though. Hazel. <laughs> Hazel. I thought it was a... Oh, man. I thought it was a burglar, but it was just a cat burglar. Just a kitten. Um, I know. We have a lot She's to talk bad. about, though. Should I put her up? <laughs> That's Hazel. what you ask every week. Every week. Because every week we start doing this and every week she starts wrecking yeah. things in the cutest way possible. But yeah, so we may be back in July to recap Gabby and Rachel's it's a, season. It's a double take. I think it depends on how they're going to do it. I just want them to do it. We talked about it. I, I would I would be, I don't know if I'm going to watch it, especially if we're not recapping. I probably won't watch it. Um, I probably will keep up with your Shandy is what I would assume. I'll just mm-hmm. I'll just listen to Dear Shandy because I like that. But um, if I they just do a normal thing, I don't want you said somebody had been voting on somebody in a previous was, season. And yeah, so like uh, Caitlin and Britt season, they just had two bachelorettes for the first episode and all the guys voted, voted for which girl they wanted to do the whole season with. So that was kind of humiliating for the girl who didn't get picked. But it seems like they'll be the bachelorettes for the entire season, which has never been done before in the bachelor franchise so we'll see how that goes i think um yeah i think we'll plan on count on us not recapping but then if we do recap it'll be a happy surprise yes exactly i think that's how i want to leave kyla's (laughs) kyla is um kyla's breaking up the band is what's happening well i may be moving in august potentially so i may not even be here and i have some career stuff going on in july slash all the time but specifically july is going to be a really busy month for work stuff so we'll see but we still have a lot to talk about for um this finale so it's a two-part so 
I guess we'll sh- we should just start with the rose ceremony from hell, which I like that the show acknowledged that was what it was called. They like were playing the show, it up so much. The show was like the rose ceremony from hell. Da, da, yeah. da. And then it shows like a blizzard in there and like a frozen ice castle. Giant ice castle. It was a pretty cool building. Iceland I hated has it. Been, it was like very cold. I really liked it. Iceland has been just like the coolest place. It makes me really want to go to Iceland. Yeah, it looks awesome there. It was incredible. I want to go re redo the, I'd call it the, the bachelor, the, the rose ceremony from hell tour. And I would do uh, cave diving and I would do dune buggies and I would go to that spa. I just feel like it's so tainted now though. After everything that happened though, I kind of don't want to go because of Clayton. Oh no. Who cares about him? Oh, so gross. There. Who cares about him? I mean, he just makes it. Ugh. Anyways. Okay. So the way that we were left off last week was that Susie kind of self-eliminated saying that she couldn't get past him sleeping with other two women and saying that he loved them. So then we go to the rose ceremony from hell. Both the girls look incredible. They're like, where's Susie? They're whispering to each other. And I just, I love their dynamic. They're Mm -hmm. so cute together. Even in this horrible situation that this man has put them in, they, you can feel the love. It's kind of sad that they, they didn't even know what was incoming. It's it's seconds before disaster strikes. And they're just, they're still holding out hope that this is going to be good. And then enters Clayton. And Clayton tells them that Susie went home and that the famous line, I loved her. I love both of you. And, and that I was, was intimate, intimate with, with both, both of, of you. you. Yep. We finally got to see it. And um, it was pretty underwhelming. Like- Bait. no it wasn't <laughs> pretty underwhelming no seeing these girls devastated was not over underwhelming hey, at did all we, uh, no not that part his little line oh his line but um, they can't even look at him when he says this you know when he said his other big line which is the i'm so, I'm so broken. broken that actually at the very beginning of this episode he's where he was sitting in it we didn't even talk about this is he was sitting in a church after he had just slept with two women and another one had left and a choir is singing in front of him. And he's oh, wearing like a black shirt. They're all awkwardly distanced from each other, but like yeah. not that distance. Yes. They're like three feet apart. It. I was laughing. I was laughing at that. I thought it was pretty funny. Just the, they're like, can you sit there and be sad? And we're going to get this choir over here to sing. And uh, it didn't look like the choir was in the same building that he was sitting in. Oh, really? I what, mean, I what were they know. doing then? I have no idea. I was like, they probably shot roll of like a choir and then shot footage of no. him sitting there maybe they did that like i don't know why don't they know. would do that that'd be weird i guess both are weird but well it's kind of like how they go float down the river and they have b-roll shots of alligators yeah i don't know i was just like wouldn't it be funny if this choir wasn't even there and he's just sitting like yeah. the end of this choir in but he um it was probably there he right after that he was sitting and he's like i susie's gone and and then he's doing his ITM wearing his turtle black turtleneck and he's like I'm so broken and he's just weeping he's actually openly weeping he did cry this time he cried for confirmed Susie. that he did cry or did he cry for Susie or was he just crying for himself he's just crying for himself probably but um that's that part I was like okay uh, wait am I gonna feel bad for Clayton very I started out I, am I gonna feel bad for Clayton I texted you and I said, this, this episode is already making me sad. And it was that part Mm -hmm. where I was like, huh, a a slight bit of empathy after he acted like a jackass last week. And then, uh, it turns out, no, that I was not going to be sad for him. 
of the showing or the bell curve of yes. everyone's opinions of Clayton took a mm. sharp downhill turn. But we have so much to talk about yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try to go like not in all the details, I think, because it's just oh, there's just so much to talk about. But basically, he tells them, um, oh, they both they both walk away. They're crying. Then Gabby comes to him after like sobbing or after crying to the producers. And she says something that I thought was interesting. She says Susie not being there is concerning to her. And I wonder if that's because she trusts Susie's judgment. And she's like, oh, the fact that Susie is not here and has left you, that makes me feel like something's wrong. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. She kind of did the same thing when, when Gabby was leaving. Or you talking about Rachel? Rachel, Rachel yeah. the same thing with Gabby. Yeah, with Gabby, and she said, "What should I? What should I do?" I guess we haven't gotten to that part yet. But he he says his lines, and then they get very, very, very sad. Um, they need to go basically spend some time alone and thinking, and they're talking to their little producers, saying, "I can't believe this." You have the echoes of Rachel throughout like this entire building, in just crying and crying, which they played up so much. They they faked they faked that not all of it they they faked it when jesse was talking to to clayton that was fake crying noises that they that they spliced into that how do you know it it sounded incredibly fake i don't know jesse said how do you feel hearing them cry right now well you could hear them cry but not like that well they have mics on this was this was fake that was fake echoes they spliced that fake crying to make it way worse but i'm sure he could hear them crying he could hear them i'm sure he could hear them crying but not like echoing throughout the entire building okay i think yeah i was having a hard time being able to telling if it was you you're probably right they probably did amp up the volume on that regardless they were both super hurt as anyone would be um i don't know what were your general thoughts about this rose ceremony uh, it was about as bad as i thought going into it yeah because we all we all knew throughout the entire season even the very first preview that that was going to happen because they kind of gave that away pretty early i wish they kind of would have saved that a little bit more right do you think they should have saved it i don't know i think it gave people something to hold on to of like oh something dramatic goes down yeah finally oh yeah a lot of people probably would have dropped off this season if they didn't see that yeah the only other thing is just like it's almost overwhelming to recap because there's so many things. There's so much. Yeah, we can just. That we don't have said. to go granular detail on it. That's true. I think I just have too many notes because I had a lot of thoughts. Yeah. I'll just go without my notes and general thoughts. Yeah. I thought Gabby did a really good job of like being calm and like expressing to him why what he was saying was problematic, because he kept being like, "Well, whoever I love the most, I'll pick," which is also kind of disingenuous. And this is this is night one. Whoever I love the most will win but he already told Susie like the night before that he loved Susie the most yes but then he didn't tell these girls that so that was like fucked up I don't know Clayton that might be his biggest fuck up of the entire thing was one saying that and then you're you're basically done because you can't tell Gabby and Rachel hey I already you know whoever I love the most wins but I already told Susie that she did so which the fact that he said that to Susie he should have broken up with Gabby and Rachel that night and said, Hey, because then he's, I feel like him begging them to stay is him trying to salvage the season instead of doing what he actually wanted, which was go after Susie. Yeah. Do you think it was like, 
she he thought that Susie was leaving immediately to get on a plane and leave and go to America, but then somebody like let it slip that actually they stay in Iceland no. until it's pretty whatever. well known that go. like the Stop. top three people will stay in whatever location that they're at. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Clayton to know that. It's but I don't know. They all flew. Yeah, they're all they're all still there. Okay. I pr- I feel like everyone knows that. Okay. Um. I did not know that. Yeah, it's just to avoid spoilers for people who will be like, well, this person came home before this person from yeah. Iceland. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to like avoid spoilers. But in situations like this, it's good Susie was still there because they were still some stuff to talk about, I guess. Yeah. Um, my heart was broken for Rachel. I felt like Rachel was just, I feel like her heart was truly broken. Yes. Like she... both of them, their hearts were broken, but Rachel's heart was even, it felt like such a pure love that she had for him. Well, we were sitting here and saying that Rachel was the one who won the entire time. Cause we, they got that edit of this is, this is the one that's and it really smart, honestly, by, by the editing team to show us like that, just seeing this breakdown of Rachel, seeing the actual heartbreak that she went through was made even worse just because we've seen them this whole time. We've been assuming that she wins since like week three or something yeah. like that. So it just makes it, it makes it that much worse for us to see that. And then Gabby, she's always been third place, not to make it a competition like she doesn't want, but she's always been third place out of these out of these three. And I think she probably, I, I don't know if she knew that or had some kind of in the back of her mind that she knew that, but she just, she was much more composed and much more able to like, rationalize and speak to what the feelings that she was having she what she was having like rachel could barely talk at that Mm -hmm. point she was crying like crazy and gabby was just like this this and this this is why you're wrong clayton's like oh i'm so sorry clayton man it's just said the same thing over and over and over again and he's kept saying the same things to both the same things to rachel and gabby even in front of them um and i just feel like uh Gabby seems like the person who in the moment says what you want to say. And then I feel like I'm more like a Rachel where in the moment I'm just devastated and I don't say what I actually want to say. And then three months later, I'm able to articulate what I actually wanted to say. Yeah, definitely. Like I relate more to Rachel and how she handled it, but I always want to be like Gabby where I know what to say and I keep my cool and I'm just like, no, you can't walk me out. Like I will, I like that energy, but I really sometimes... I'll just be like crying or I just don't really know what to say. If I don't know what to say, I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know how I feel. I don't know what I think, but it's very difficult to know, especially with the, when the stakes are that high. Yeah. It was, and I give credit to Gabby. She was, she's very, very poised and really good at that, which, which is kind of sad because you're, you're thinking, Oh, maybe she's gone through this a, a couple of times and had well, to learn how to do that. Or maybe it's just her temperament. I think that, both Rachel and Gabby. It was interesting to see how they handled the first rose ceremony from hell. Um, not there too, but that rose ceremony. When Rachel goes up to him, she like grabs his hand. They're like kind of cuddling as she cries into his arms. Whereas Gabby is like not shutting tears in front of him, has her arms crossed, like is not touching him. Yeah, super there closed is, off to it. Yes. And I do think Rachel was a lot more open. Like she said, she was willing to fight for him. She was still, even though she was so in so much pain, she was going to fight for him. And I think Rachel, like, he really, I mean, I guess he's with Susie now, but Rachel would have, like, loved him for the rest of her life. 
this could have all been avoided so easily by just it and Gabby oh has alluded to it many times of just being more careful with your words. You don't have to yeah. sit there and tell them the exact moment that you think you that you feel that you fell in love with them or, or whatever. You don't have to do that. That that makes no sense. And he's and they were like, "Why did you say that?" A, mu- a bunch of times they, he's been asked, "Why did you say that?" Especially by Susie or by by Rachel, and he's like, "Because I felt it." But you can feel a lot of things and not art- not say it and, out of like and not be exactly right about it, like in the moment. Yeah. So. And also, I just feel like him saying it was so self-serving. Like he was just saying those things because he it felt good to say it in the moment. He was having had no thought and like Gabby said, no regard to their feelings mm-hmm. and how that would make them feel if they weren't the one at the end. Stop. Um oh my goodness, Hazel is a mess right now. Oh, but she's so cute. Um but yeah, I mean he just had I just feel like it was so selfish of him and it was so short sighted. Just like sleeping with them was short sighted. Yeah. I am not against sex or casual sex in any capacity. However, I think what he did was reckless. Telling them, sleeping with both of them, telling all three of them they loved them was so honestly cruel after what happened. It feel like the way he treated them was cruel. That's and, cruelness number one. And That's like the lack of empathy. Number one. And then it was like wrong to then try to convince him to stay after he already said that he loved Susie the most. And if he truly loved Susie the most, then why the fuck did he sleep with them? Scared of being alone. Maybe and why he's did, just very, very scared of being alone. I think he's just a fuck boy a little bit. No, 100%. Like, I think he just wanted to sleep with them and he just, he, it felt so good to feel these feelings of love. So he said it instead of actually considering how this could impact them and cause them trauma. Like, that is traumatic what they went through. I just, it was, it was very difficult to watch because I mean they were just put in such a horrible position by this man who I just have such a low opinion of right now. Yeah, it was pretty. My opinion of him dropped, and I'm actually gonna say he's not better in real life, and that's been my tagline of him the entire season. Yeah. I don't think he's better in real life. I think he has some true, some true issues to work through. I think he has some good qualities, but I think what we really saw in these moments of true like authenticity of him was that he can be selfish yeah and like really put himself first which is a horrible trait to have in a partner yeah uh anyways um they come back for the rose ceremony was it the next night or is it the same night it's the same night so after they like they come back to the rose ceremony clayton's like obviously you can say no to the rose hey you don't have to say yes to this i know that you think you have to say yes but you don't have to say yes but also there is this weird power dynamic of clayton having the power in this situation it was gross it was actually gross to be like i've slept with both of you in front of each other and then the fact that he's the one handing out roses. I was like, I hate, I actually hate the bachelor. I much prefer seeing the bachelorette, seeing like the woman have more of like the control in the situation. It just was gross. I don't know. I just didn't like to watch that. And anyways, Rachel accepts the rose. He calls her first. And then Gabby says that she can't accept the rose. Says no. And they I walk am, out. I'm jumping for joy at oh, that point. I was point. so proud. Yeah. I said, and then grandpa's watching at home and he's like, yeah. Uh, well, he knows what happens, but Clayton convinces her to stay by saying nothing out. by saying, Hey, would you please take this day by day with me and fight for us? But the thing is like, what are you wanting her to fight for? You want her to fight for a guy who 
told a woman the night before that he loved her the most. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. And a fight for a guy who slept with another girl two nights before and also confesses love to her. Like, I just he was acting like you know everyone goes through like trials and tribulations and hardships it's like this is the hardship that you created you are the hardship clayton yeah it's like somebody if this was a normal relationship and he had just cheated on her normal if he had just gone out and cheated on her Mm -hmm. and he comes back she reacts poorly to it obviously because she had just got cheated on and then he goes to her and says hey why aren't you fighting for our relationship these we go through trials and tribulations it's that's what love is but in reality, that's the problem that he created. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He was always trying to... He did the same thing with Susie when he was breaking up with her, was putting it back on her, putting trying to trying to shift some of the blame onto, onto her, saying, I understand that I messed up, but why can't you do this, this, and this if you mm-hmm. really actually loved me? Which I think is just a really uh, scummy thing to do. And it's just centers his own feelings and needs over everyone else's like throughout this entire thing it seems like he put his own needs above everyone else and it really hurt a lot of people um they said that no, a lot of people are saying you know production puts him in this these scenarios but production does put you in scenarios that you can handle in a good way and you can handle in a bad it. way and, and he handled say it no. just in one of the worst ways that and i haven't seen him that much of this show especially the bachelor but he just handled it in one of the worst ways that I could have possibly even thought to handle something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, um, it was and pretty bad. And you can say no. I mean, there have been leads who do not do what production wants them to do. And it seems like Clayton either has no backbone or like the way that in this, this episode from tonight, the way that he broke up with both of them at the same time and the yeah. same sitting together, like that is so cruel. Like maybe production suggested that, but he could have been like, no, I want to have individual conversations with each of them. He we, could have said we that. We should have known because of, we always knew that he had no backbone and that he was getting production to, he was being very easily manipulated by them. So we should have kind of gone a little bit down the path to figure this out, that in a situation that has so much at stake, which is actual people's emotions, like Rachel's actual love for him, Gabby's emotions, Susie's emotions, that he would still have this no backbone mentality towards production and it would actually hurt people. We were treating it as if it was kind of like not that big a deal back in the, you know, it was just a kind of a, a tool to have a better season, have a more entertaining and dramatic season. But in reality, as, as the emotions got heavier and got um, deeper, I guess that, that lack of ability to say no to something was really what hurt him. And it was, uh, it just looked terrible. It looked really I don't, bad. I honestly don't even want to put the blame on production because these are Clayton's choices. Like, yeah, I know. I just, Clayton is responsible for what yeah, he did. 100%. So well, okay, I'm I not going to give him 100%. I'll give him 95%. Okay. He's, but he's very responsible. He's very responsible. And I think what was also very apparent is that I don't think he really, well, first he was not measuring the weight of his words. Like words have power and telling someone that you are in love with them, that you love them is a powerful thing. And I don't think he understands what love is. I think he was conflating being in love with them with just having like a lot of good feelings about them Mm -hmm. and because if you do love somebody you don't put them through this and that's what rachel said on when she was going home she was like if he true if he never loved me because if he loved me he wouldn't have done this to me i just think i also think that you actually can't fall in love with three people in two months 
I just don't think that that is possible, especially in this type of env- environment. Like, you can you can fall in love with somebody. What does it even mean to be a love? I don't even understand. It, I mean, that. I I I don't either. But as far as my understanding of what love is, love is fake. It's gotta be, it's gotta be more than that. Like it. It's got to be more than whatever Clayton was thinking that it was when he said that to Gabby. Yeah, I thought he actually could have meant it to Rachel when he said it back after she yelled on the roof. Because I was like, that was a very beautiful moment. But then he does it again with with uh, Gabby. He does it again with Rachel. It the, the bad thing about Clayton and what I don't like about Clayton, and it's only been shown kind of in these last two episodes. It hasn't just been shown in these last two episodes but it's only become important in these last two episodes is that he has nothing to say except these little scripts that go through his head. And last episode or last week when they were each at fantasy suites, he says the exact same thing to each person, Mm -hmm. completely not special to anybody or unique to either of them. And then this week to get Gabby and Rachel to continue to buy into the relationship, he says the exact same lines of let's take it day by day and he says like word for word the same little speech and it's embarrassing like it's you can't even you're sitting there preaching that my love is different for each of you he he switched it from whoever i love most is going to win to each of my my love is different for each of you because he realized oh that line doesn't work people hate that line people get really really upset when i say whoever i love the most is going to win that's a terrible thing to say so he had to switch it so when he gets a line that works for him which is he talked to gabby and he's like okay let's take it day by day and he's like okay that seemed to work <laughs> a good line keep that yeah one back she's there. like keep, keep that one and um okay can can you you know continue to take these steps with me and give me one more chance and he's like okay and he sees the reaction of him and it works and she comes back and accepts finally accepts the rose and he's like okay those lines are good bad to say whoever wins is most in love with them don't say that ever again and he crosses that off the list but he has these it's so horribly embarrassing he is really just not a good guy not a good guy at all that's a bad guy (laughs) gabby stays gabby comes back is convinced to stay gets gets the rose and we can continue on if there's anything else you want to talk about before the before they meet the families um see if there was anything else i i liked gabby just had some really good points because mm-hmm. clayton was like i mean everything i say and then gabby was like how well how do you back that up <laughs> yeah how do you back that up yeah and i think that what both gabby and rachel kind of ended up expressing was that his words like they just didn't mean anything at a certain point anymore and that's what happens. Yes, it's exactly right. There's there's theories going around because it was such a shock that Gabby would would say, no, I can't accept this rose. But then however long later, she would come back and accept it. I didn't I couldn't buy that too much. There are theories that she was coaxed back into doing it based on like some kind of offering of either bachelorette or bachelor in paradise. I don't know if that's I do, true. That is not true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true that or not. That is not true. I think that's exactly true. And I don't know if it's true, Kyla. It's not true. Like, why would she? Do, that, why would she go back then? Because she, she loves said, him. She said no. She said she did no. the easiest part. Do you know part. how many times, like, people have break, broken up with somebody and then they're convinced back to stay with them? But he said nothing. He didn't even say any convincing. All he did was go back there and and say nothing. Well, we didn't get the whole conversation. 
that I refuse I, to believe that Gabby talked to a producer and they were like, well, if you do this, you could be a Bachelor of Paradise. Of course she's going to be a Bachelor of Paradise if she wants to so be. So I, like, I understand just, that too. I feel like that's like a portraying I, her I tried, in a way. Go ahead. What is it portraying her as? I feel like it's just making her seem like her decision to stay was more calculated when it was really just, I felt like she was trying to give him another chance. There was no chance to give. There, there. Well, we see nothing that. changed. Nothing, nothing changed. She, she made the right decision, and she had all the exact same information. And then, five minutes later, comes back and and says this. It. I'm trying to rationalize why why she would come back. Why she would ever come back when she made when she she is a person obviously from what we've seen from her, who has resolve. And understands that, okay, this is the information that I have, and this is the information that I'm working with, and I'm going to make a decision based on that. And she made the decision, said, no, I can't accept the rose. Nothing changed after that. All he said was, let's take it day by day. That's, think, that was what changed. I just feel like you're underestimating the power of when you really love somebody, sometimes you make decisions that don't make sense, and they're not good decisions a lot of the time, but like... I don't know. It doesn't have to make sense to me, I guess. But who knows what we missed that production talked her about. Who knows? I just don't feel like, like knowing Gabby, like I know her very well, knowing Gabby, it doesn't feel like she would stay in a situation that she didn't feel good about because of some reality TV show. Well, I mean, we're, we, we talked about the same thing about Susie two, like one week ago. We said she was making decisions based on Bachelorette or not Bachelorette. It was a theory. I don't know. If That's I what I'm saying. It was a, th- oh, so this is a theory. Okay. Of course, I don't. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were saying you believed that she did this. I was saying I 100% believed it after you completely wrote it off 100%. Oh, okay. Well, I just feel like I mean, who knows? Who knows? But regardless, she stayed, and Clayton said the same thing to both of them. She had checked out. 100% at that moment. So I just don't understand. I I can't wrap my head around it. But then she must be an incredible actress because then like the next day when she meets the parents, she seemed like she was in a much better headspace. Yeah, she was. But I mean, what are you going to do? Just act like just crying and stuff with the parents there? They do, she wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, the parent meetings were, went pretty well, I felt like. I was like, man, these girls really have pulled it together for these parents. Yeah. I feel like the parents both went very easy on the girls. If anything, they were, they, I mean, the, Clayton's dad, Clayton's parents were amazing. I feel like they did not let him off the hook. And they really challenged him in ways that they should have, which I appreciated. I felt like uh, the dad liked Gabby a little more and the mom liked Rachel a little more. From what The dad we saw. definitely liked Gabby more. You know what they were talking and after they met both, and we can go into some detail about that, but after they met both, they were like, I actually think that he loves one of them more than the other. Did did you think that they were talking about specifically somebody or that it must be that he likes one over the other? It doesn't matter which is which. I couldn't really tell, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think they probably had an inkling that he liked Rachel more. Probably. something. Uh, I, I have no idea. I liked how Gabby's time went with them better. I thought Gabby did an incredible job. I mean, we're both just biased towards Gabby, though. Yeah, I love Gabby. She can do. do no wrong. I like Rachel too. I, I, I think she's great, but I think Gabby, not in the same way. Gabby's like that girl that you want to be, and that you just kind of really respect, 
And then Rachel's room's really nice too, though. There's nothing wrong with Rachel. I think Gabby's just like so, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Incredible and bold mm-hmm. and just wonderful. But um, did you have any thoughts on the parents' time? The Clayton's parents? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I would want if I were making bad decisions. <laughs> this is what I would want my parents to tell me. This is exactly what I would want my parents to tell me is one, I would want them to tell me, Hey, you're making a bad decision. Then I would push back on that mm-hmm. and they'd say, okay, you're, you're doing what you need to do. We, we put our word in there that you're making a bad decision and we think you are, but we're going to, we're not going to sit here and just yell at you all day about make you're an adult. Right. And that's exactly what his parents did. They put their opinion, said, this is this. This is what you're doing. This is why we disagree with it. And we're not going to sit here and, and just stand in the way of you doing it, you know. And eventually, as it turns out, as it worked out, I guess. <laughs> but I uh, I loved the, I loved his parents. His, his parents family. were much better than him. I was confused about him after being the family. I'm like, how did this family create you? Yeah. Because your parents are great. I felt like the dad especially really took the girl's side. He was like, yeah, no girl wants to feel like they're second or third place. Yeah. Um, I uh, there I saw a comment on Reddit that was like, Clayton's dad was born to be a girl dad, but instead he had three sons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's kind of the They were drinking mimosas and stuff with Rachel. Like, this with Rachel. Airbnb. Yeah, this Airbnb. Just just know that I got this on Airbnb. You can My also mom found purchase it. this. Yeah, my mom Airbnb. found it on Airbnb. Com. They were like, hey, do you want to go see your son in uh, in Iceland? And, but you got to find your own Airbnb. But we won't tell you where we're filming. But you just <laughs> you find that this Airbnb. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, basically, though, at the end of these parent visits, Clayton is like, you know, after doing all of that, I think my heart is just telling me that my heart's not with either of those women. It's with Susie. And then the dad was like, well, do you think it's just there because she was the was one, the one who, who walked away? away? Yeah. And he was like, no, we had something special. And she's like, they were like, she left you, though. She left you. And he was like, it's not that simple. And then he decides he wants to pursue Susie before breaking up with Rachel and Gabby. That's where we start the second episode. Oh, my God. Is... I have to go break up with Rachel and Gabby. No, the episode starts with him talking to Susie first. Oh, yeah. I forgot she talked to Susie. Because he, to Susie. he bas- which I was like, okay, if you're going to go talk to Susie, don't try to talk to Susie without ending it with Rachel and Gabby. He he was keeping his, another, another bad point by him is he's just trying to keep his options open. If Susie would have said no, then he'd be 100% left with nobody. That's why he did that in that order. I hate that. And no, he's just That's a, not really it, taking a risk then. He at is one hundred percent doing things to try and keep his options open. Once and he found that that Susie was a little bit at least a little bit into it and might be okay with rekindling or whatever, that's when he goes and he breaks up with Rachel and Gabby. As a it's group. Despicable. Oh my gosh. So then he gets Gabby and Rachel, sits them down. In just one room. Just like a lobby or something. A group breakup? Yeah. That was horrible. Like, these are not just, this isn't, this isn't, these are people that you've slept with that you said that you're in love with, and you're going to break up with them together? That was so cruel. I cannot believe you did that. On Bachelor in Paradise, when Aaron broke up with Tia. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that and how casual it was and how he was like, yeah, I got to go because James is leaving? (laughs) That was. That was like one notch below how seriously he treated this breakup. 
he did not shed a tear. He was just completely, his face was blank with, which, you know, everyone processes emotions differently. It could yeah. be that he's feeling a lot, but he's trying to keep it together. Who knows? But my goodness, Gabby's reaction though was so rewarding. And uh, what else did she say? Let me pull it up. I thank you for saying that. I know it was difficult, but it was all bullshit. And that's effort. That's it for me. And I have nothing left to I say. I have nothing left to say. And then she goes into her own hotel room. Clayton chases after her, and he's like, "You should, you should stay one more time. A third time." He says she says stay. No, she actually didn't. Um, yeah, he said he said a bunch of. I mean, no, he said a bunch of bullshit. But Gabby, with one of the most inspirational and I thought best scenes I have seen on this entire show was Gabby explaining her reasoning of of leaving and explaining well explaining her reasoning of being upset with Clayton's decision making and it was it was beautiful it was incredible and then to top it all off when he asked to walk her out she says no she acted revolted she that was, was like awesome. i cannot believe you would ask to walk me out that's like the same as when she was they asked her to eat like that pig brain she's like no <laughs> i love gabby yeah it was just, it was very satisfying, I think, to see, satisfying and empowering to see a woman really put him in his place and explain very calmly. Like, I don't know if she really ever raised her voice. She, I mean, a little bit, yeah. A little bit within the, that's bullshit. He's yeah. like, I really did love you. She's like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit, yeah. But, like, when she, before she goes into her own room and she was like, you know, she's like, thank you so much. I know that must have been hard for you. I think she said something like, it must have been really yeah, hard for you to say something she like said. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really have nothing left to say. And then she leaves. She, and she said, says you sound ridiculous. Calm. You sound so ridiculous. And he did. And he did. He, he did sounded sound ridiculous. completely. And he, what was he trying to say? What was he? That was a part where he was trying to say. That his heart is with Susie. Yeah, he was like, well, I thought that this was what I was feeling. But now I start to realize that I actually couldn't fall in love with three people. Then uh, she was like two days later yeah, i oh it was just oh and something else she brought up that was a good point was that he was making them leaving on his terms and not on theirs because she was like i wanted to leave and instead you convinced me to stay and now you're sending me home so it's it's like the, our relationship had to end on your terms not mine yeah he wanted closure only for himself if if it's going to end he wants to be the person ending it that was like the big thing for him he Which wants a lot to be of the guy who. Like that. Yeah, it but is. A lot of people really are like selfish. that. Yeah. Especially considering the circumstances, it's really selfish. I hate. I. Well. This this also could have been avoided very easily by not chasing at, back after Gabby. On um, just letting her go. Yeah, letting her go. Don't don't chase after people, and um, emotionally manipulate them in the moment because mm-hmm. it's because it's like the easy thing to do. That's that was just another despicable action by by this guy. And then so he leaves Gabby. Gabby walks herself out like the queen she is. He goes to Rachel and she's just absolutely devastated. Um, expresses how much she loved him, how much she was going to fight for him. And then even up to the point where she's putting he's like walking her out. And they hug. She's like, I can't believe you're really about to do this. Like you're seriously about, about to do this, and it did seem like if he changed his mind, she would have stayed with him. But I'm glad she got out. I I would feel so like she wouldn't be happy in that I, relationship. I would feel right so now. bad if like he started you know second guessing himself during that after the double breakup, same room breakup. 
Rachel did seem like if he would have changed his mind that she might have stayed, mm-hmm. which I would have hated to see because he just gave the biggest sign of disrespect, not even even giving you an individual time to that end your relationship. So rude. Incredibly rude. I that's part that, that was I one of the worst I actually really can't believe is that could could that be production doing that saying okay they're in there you gotta go we're not gonna do this whole could have been a suggestion but he could have said no yeah and can you say hey can we go talk gabby can we go talk if you say gabby can we go talk rachel's sitting in there she doesn't know what's going on she doesn't have to sit there and think oh i'm being broken up with she can just think gabby's probably getting broken up with and then he goes back gabby's gone he says rachel okay i want to talk to you I Break think he up wanted to rip, rip the Band-Aid off. I think he didn't want to do it in two separate things. I think he was just like, oh, it's better if I just tell them both at the same time. That is such a, that's a wild decision. That was crazy to me. I, I've never seen anyone do that. He's in like a dissociated state at this point, saying nothing, having barely any emotion, emotion on his face. It seems like, I don't know. He's just shutting down completely so he can get through these really terrible conversations that he has to get through. And the least time that you can spend on it, the better. And what's going to have the least time is let's break up with both of them at the exact same time. Which is just, I I don't know. You, you'd never see anything on The Bachelorette like that. No. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Yeah. And then, so basically then, he writes a letter to Susie. And we'll get to, I guess, after the final roast stuff after we finish Iceland. But basically, he sends a letter to Susie telling her to meet him in the countryside they go into this like viking hut or something i'll be in the countryside so vague like do you where's the address address he types <laughs> like, in countryside on on google maps drop your location <laughs> drop a pin could you drop a pin <laughs> she like doesn't show up just because she can't find it <laughs> they had a flat tire but i mean she looks incredible he goes first in their little speech thing like a per- like a contestant yes and confesses love to her and then she basically says I, I think what you're saying is true. You know, she said, I believe that you love me. I believe you're a good man. I believe all of this stuff. But, but, and we said, but, oh, good. She has something to say. And she says, I will be leaving Iceland alone. I don't I think you're really my person. I was really proud of her for that. It was after that? I, I was really proud of her for no, that. No, I was too. Um, she said, I, I, will, I will be leaving Iceland alone because I don't think my love for you is at the same point that your love is for me. Didn't I didn't understand that exactly. I didn't really know what that meant. I was like, Oh, is she saying that she wants to date him and develop their love more? Or is she saying that they're breaking up? And I didn't really know, but then she did say, you're not my person. And like, I don't know what Abigail thing. You're not my person. You're not my person. She she said it 10 times. That it could be your person. <laughs> yeah, actually. Because the only times we've heard you're not my person. Both is of them are up. together. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You're just not my person. Actually, when women say that. No, Susie. Susie's a woman. It. Darn it. Well, <laughs> and then Susie leaves in the cold and Clayton's standing there with the rain beating on him. I wouldn't, like, I mean, if I was, I would not want to be in his shoes. I would have been devastated. But, yep. like, he also did all, he did this. Yep. This is the ending he deserved. And it should have ended there. I wish there would have been nothing else. I wish it rolled credits on rain dropping on him. He really became awesome. the villain of his own story. Yeah. Which, I don't know if Clayton is objectively a bad guy. 
I don't think, like he said, I don't think he had bad intentions, but you can do really bad things without bad intentions. And he you was, can really he cause was a lot of harm. Definitely acting from a place of selfishness, 100%. And immaturity. And immaturity and inexperience. And emotional and, recklessness. And just a, a misunderstanding of what this was supposed to be or a good understanding of what it was supposed to be because it did end up being incredibly, um, you know, it was bad. It was traumatic. Like these women, I don't know. I just keep feeling like these women have PTSD from this. Now it, when Rachel came out on the, after the final rose part Mm -hmm. and she had to basically state, you know, I'm going to get emotional, but it has nothing to do with the, my lingering feel. If I had lingering feelings for Clayton, I felt bad that she even had to equivocate and say that. Um, Well, I think that it was a good distinction mm -hmm. for her to make because, well, first of all, she's going to be a bachelorette. So they needed to establish that she has moved on. But I also think she didn't want to give them the satisfaction of being like, listen, oh, she's still in love with me. I want her to be like, no, I don't love you anymore. This has nothing to do with you anymore. Yeah. It's just seeing somebody, seeing myself play back. And getting emotional based on the fact that I thought this is what I had. And it's sad to know that that's not what it was. Or just still being hurt. Like you could yeah. love somebody and still be just mm-hmm. not love somebody and still be very hurt by them. Yeah. And I think I'm sh- she seemed like that was such a brutal interaction with them. And the after the final rose. Yeah. And she really asked the question that a lot of people thought, which is, did you say I love you so that you could sleep with me? I did not think that. I saw people, some people talk about that. Yeah. I, d- I just think, I think he, he didn't even being... need to say that. Yeah, I think he could have done whatever and still slept with her yeah. because of... But I think it was something that she maybe thought about. Yeah, it probably was. I mean, and... I'm sure it was because she asked. Yeah. Oh, man. It was so rough. I mean, I felt like Gabby got a lot of her anger out on him in person in Iceland. So it seemed like she had a little bit less of that in... Um, in present day. Yeah, she hugged him and... Whereas, like, Rachel didn't even hug him. No, didn't barely even... Which is totally fine, and yeah. I respect that. Yeah. And I kind of wish Gabby hadn't even hugged him either. Like, he that was, a, it was all right. I just... I like the, the little bit of cordiality. That was that was all right. Um, yeah. But her little portion... What did they ask Gabby when she was sitting with Clayton? I don't even remember. I can't, I can't remember, but she had another, it's basically rehashing the same exact thing, but in a little bit more of a, um, you know, rat, like a little bit more time to think about it. Well, I think that the main thing that she brought up that I thought was good was just the fact that he had information that they didn't, which is that he loves Susie the most. Exactly right. That was what was interesting about both of them because now they know that mm-hmm. in the moment they didn't know that. So now they know that he said, I love Susie the most. And that's something they didn't have the time. So I think that was the main thing that that, Susie, that uh, Gabby was confronting Clayton about was you knew that the phrase, whoever I love the most, bothered me so much. And the fact that you'd already said who you love the most and then you still try to convince me to stay was so selfish. It's so sad. But it's not sad, but it's it's actually it's a good thing that when Clayton all three times or however many times he said this was because he said it to, to Susie, I love you the most. And she hated it. She was like, you know, that just makes everything worse. It's so gross. Yeah. Why would you say I love that? you the most? What are you even talking about? That's that's this weird... That's the where the uh, competition part comes in of, oh, uh, it's a race to who can love whoever who can the, most, love the most. Which is really, really bad thing to say. He, that's 
that's where he was really messy with his words. And then he says it again to, to Gabby. He said it multiple times. Yeah. And that's when he starts to think, okay, can't say that anymore. Got to say, I love you in different ways, which equally special, equally special, but very different. But whoever wins, I love the most, by the way. Him trying to convince both of them to stay at that rose ceremony from hell. Mm -hmm. I think if he actually wanted a chance at a happy ending with one of them, he should have picked one person, broke up with the other person in private, said, and then told the other person what happened. Be like, I want to be with you, though. Like, that way, it's like he's making an actual decision, whereas he was trying to convince them to stay to fight for him when he still couldn't decide who he wanted to be with between the two of them, mm-hmm. which was gross. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry to not talk about Clayton ever again. Yeah. He really disappointed me. Me too. I don't know why I'm, like, mad at him. <laughs> well, I, I just thought all of his deficiencies that he had, which are not that intelligent, not that good with his words, able to be manipulated easily. Not deserving of any good woman. All of these things, I thought they were just little benign things, but they came out, they came to really, really legitimately, if if you hear and see Rachel crying, there's a lot of this, this show that's scripted, there's a lot that's fake and, and edited and everything like that, but Rachel crying is, there's not any doubt in my mind that she was very, very very badly hurt by what ha- what happened mm-hmm. and those things came came to be that they were not benign that they were very really bad and they really hurt somebody and they didn't outwardly hurt gabby as much but she was still very hurt by it and we'll see how she does in her you know i don't know it's it's difficult to come from this type of experience and then go directly into the the bachelorette especially when there's going to be two but uh who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, Susie and Clayton apparently got back together. Yeah. They, they teased this the whole, they teased this the whole fucking time. And we were like, oh, is it going to be Teddy? Is it going to be Sally from the very beginning? <laughs> is it going to be just some girl from, some random from girl. Missouri? Missouri? That's so funny. No. And it was, she walks out. Apparently Susie, Susie reached back out. I wanted to know what, what made Susie reach back out. Like, you know, I don't feel like we got really that answer. Why I did have she reach back out? one kind of under, understanding of that is that the reason that he did not, that she did not want to be with him is it. And she said it was, Hey, you have these other women that you're in love with and you just had sex with basically. And they, at some time did pass. That's true for him to get over Rachel and Gabby. That did happen. So it kind of takes the love of the other two women out of the equation, which might have been the deal breaker her, for her. So she's like, some time has passed. Let's see what's going on. I don't know. We'll, we'll probably never know either. I think, I mean, with time passing, your feelings can change about a situation and it can feel like a reset. Honestly, and I hate to say this, they could have a pretty good chance of actually like having a longer term relationship between the two of them. And not because I like Clayton at all, but Susie's really good at communicating and they have, they made it, they came back together through all of this. They came back together. People are not going to really be rooting for them as much. And any, every couple that has ended with a kind of like, um, a non-traditional ending with like the bachelors, they always end up staying together 
And a lot of the times, the more controversial couples or the ones that are not as supported tend to stay together more than like the fan favorite couples. Are you talking about they actually stay together and get married? Yeah. Or, okay, I... Or, um, I, or uh, being hated, like, brings them together. Like, Ari and Lauren were so hated. Everyone hated them. And Chris and that other one that they hated from Bachelor in Paradise, they're still together. Um, oh, yeah, Alana, Chris Alana and Alana. and Chris, yeah. It's, like, the most random couples that you don't really care about or don't really root for, a lot of times those are the ones that work. Like, Matt and Rachel. I, don't, I just feel like... Uh, Katie and John, a not a popular couple because of how everything happened, yeah. but they're still together and they're doing great. It seems. Yeah. I, I don't root. I wouldn't root against anybody at all. I really would not root against anybody, but the couples and that I, choose each other, despite it being an unpopular <laughs> choice. Yeah. There's something to that. I don't root. I barely root for any couples. <laughs> so I root for Michelle the, and the Nate. very, uh, I barely root for Michelle and Nate and they're like one of my favorite ones. Yeah. So that's, that's how little I'm invested in their actual moving forward relationship. Unless it's, you know, Michelle and Nate is good. I really like them. I liked Joe and Serena. I think they've kind of lost a little bit of favor. I don't like Joe and Serena. Yeah, I know you don't. I know a lot of people don't either. And I don't really care about them either. So, um, if any, if I had to root against any couple, Gun to my head, I had to root against a couple. <laughs> it's going to be Clayton and Susie. Susie, I was... I don't know. I I don't want to seem too harsh that I think she's seen what Clayton is capable of and where what, what motivates him and what actions he takes when he's um, stressed or emotionally um, tired. And I think if something like that does end up happening that the writing was on the wall the entire time. Do I think that that 100% means that they're going to break up? No, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know their deal, but I, I would bet against you on that. They would get married, but that's easy. Well, I don't know if they'll get married, but I think that they will I think like, they'll be together for less than years. a year. I'll do less than a year. I'll say a point. I think they're together more than a year. Okay. Um, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> All right, you heard it first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Where else would you have heard it? <laughs> uh, so there's um, there's that. I had something else about what you are going to say. Oh, yeah, Susie choosing. It also, I wanted somebody to ask Susie, what did you think watching him, the rose ceremony? I wanted to know her thoughts on the rose ceremony from hell and, like, how he handled everything. Like, what are your thoughts on your man, how he handled this stuff? And I wanted her to hold him a bit accountable in the public eye. I honestly can't believe that because Susie sacrificed a lot for this because one Susie may have been the bachelorette if she didn't she might have I don't know I actually I Kyla and you and I we disagree on this but I don't think Susie was fit to be bachelorette I just don't think she would have been a good bachelorette at all Um, I wouldn't have wanted to watch her yeah in the same way that I want to watch Gabby I think maybe the the production was like you know gabby was actually might be a lot better bachelorette um but i can't i can't believe that she sacrificed one that she you know she's just this everybody loves her just by default everybody really really and i i did too and we all did at the very beginning she's a disney princess and does all this stuff i don't it's crazy to me and maybe this is a good sign for the relationship 
that she would sacrifice that favorability to be in a relationship with Clayton. Well, I appreciated though that she acknowledged that people are probably not going to be rooting for them yeah. and that she knows that it's a bad look. And yeah, she's maybe, doing it anyways, which really which might say that it's something. it might say that that she she was like, wow, I have to, or it might be a big mistake. It and might be just a huge you, fucking mistake. The couples that make it work also will move to be together a pretty good soon after the show. So the fact that he's moving to Virginia is pretty big, and the yeah. fact that like it's not like they're both trying to move to L.A. too, like they are both moving. To, he's moving to Virginia to be with her, which to me also gives me faith in their relationship. I think th- I think they could make it for sure a year. It's because he doesn't even like his family. They tell him he's wrong about everything because he is wrong about everything. Like, all the influencers will go to L.A. Yeah. And, I mean, I think she's probably still in Virginia because of her dad. Yeah, 100%. So, the fact that he's going to move there to be with her, I do think that he's going to be spending the rest of his relationship trying to make it up to her, which I don't mind, you know? Do you you don't that. mind that, that Clayton did all of this? No, then, I don't mind that he's going to And then gonna gets exactly to. what he wanted. And then at the he very really, end... He really did get what he wanted. The, at the very end... And he didn't have to get engaged for it either. He didn't even have to get engaged. Like at the very end, he engaged. said, would you do it again? And he's like, of course I would do it again. I would hurt her feelings and I'd tell her I loved her and everybody. I'd do, I'd do it three times to Gabby. Who cares about her? And I think it's a joke. The comment collateral damage... Like, Rachel felt like she was collateral damage, and honestly, she was. She was, yeah. She she was made collateral damage and treated like collateral damage by by this dude. It was so disrespectful. Yeah, it's horrible. It just it made me so angry for them. <sighs> I am going to root against them. I'll root against them. I'll root for Susie. I root for Susie's happiness, and I don't think that Clayton deserves Susie. I don't care about what happens to Clayton, other than, you know, I want him to be fine, but... <laughs> Because I don't want people being mean to him and saying, like, I don't want people doing what they do online and sending him all these mean things. Yeah. We're being mean to him. I don't think, I think, Clayton, if you're listening to this, that you still have worth as a human being. And if it is true that you're, if it is true that you're trying to work on these things, which kind of sounds like bullshit to me, but if it is true that you're trying to work on that, then good for you. But uh, from what I've seen, he kind of just spins screwed a... Screwed the pooch? He really screwed the pooch. <laughs> As the underdog, he really screwed the pooch. What an underdog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, uh, in terms of Gabby and Rachel's season, I really am nervous about it just because I feel like they could so easily do this incorrectly or like in a messy way. Mm-hmm. But I really hope that it is truly... I hope they didn't get different guys or I don't know. I just hope there isn't a weird competitive element between the two of them. I wouldn't put it past the show at all because you're probably right. I'm probably being too naive. On I it. think what you've seen in this season and how they kind of used, they used a lot of these really bad things, knowing that Rachel would be incredibly upset, mm-hmm. knowing that Gabby would be really upset doing this stuff with, with Susie as well. They, I think they're willing to use whatever for anything. And that's what gives me the only pot. If, if I could have it guaranteed that they're not going to pit Gabby versus Rachel, I know there's going to be conflict between the two. You would not have this season without almost guaranteed conflict between Gabby and Rachel. It just is, are they going to handle it? Well, is it going to really interfere with their relationship or is it just going to be kind of 
you know, a more petty type of thing. Do you think there's a part of them that wishes it was just them and not both of them? Oh, definitely. Oh man. But they, they you know, they have pressure to like be happy about this. Yeah. They're going to be spinning. Do they have to sit there and be like, you know, make up stuff. Okay. Gabby said this about you and make them mad. No, they'll just like they do is they'll just casually stir the pot. You know, they don't do, they don't do like, I think it'll be like that if they're dating the same group of guys. I hope they're dating different. Oh, you're saying different groups. So they have 30 each. Either that or they each have 15 or, or somehow that that they choose from and they can only choose from those. Yeah, like, I uh, hope they're not dating the same guys. Because if they're dating the same guys, then that could be weird. They're going to date the same guys, Kyle. No, Almost what? definitely. No, that's the that's the that. only point of having the season like that, because is to, then, to do that. Oh, I just don't want them to be exploited and to be hurt. Because if they're only dating different sets of men, that's just two separate Bachelorette seasons running at once. But it's not. It, what this is is two Bachelorettes who are dating 30 people, and I think it can... I think it can be done in a good way. I th- I could see it being done in a good way just because I think Gabby and Rachel are both good people and mature and I think they can handle it. I mean, they handled the Clayton situation really exactly. well. Exactly. They were they were great throughout that. I mean, like even yeah. when when Gabby comes back and was like, "I'm so sorry for making you wait." She was like, "Are yeah. you okay?" Yeah. It was like so precious. I, those were the moments that I loved the most, truly. We're seeing them going through this very traumatic experience t- together. And I just don't want them to have to go through another traumatic experience together like that again. So I will be waiting to see how ABC is going to spin. the. F- how is the format going to work? Because I want it to work in such a way that they are not going to be hurting each other. They're going to be another bet. I'll give you another bet that they will have the same choice of, of people. No, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, I feel like you're probably right. I just don't want that to be true. Yeah. And I think they it. It's just if I know that they would get pitted in that type of scenario, they would get pitted against each other. But it's just how would they handle that? Could we see that they won't give in to being manipulated and pitted against each other? You know, it's difficult yeah. because, like you say, it's a very high stress environment. They're sleep deprived. They're talking from six a.m. to midnight or whatever. Doing these. There's alcohol involved. Well, I wonder so, if they'll give the guys a choice. Be like, all right, which one do you want to date? And then you just date that person the rest of the time. Yeah, like you, 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 you get, get a decide. rose from them on the first night or something like that. Yeah. And then that's your person. You're not going to be... I just don't want to see this, oh, like I actually like Gabby, but I, you know, I've been hanging out with Rachel oh, and stuff like I that. I, I don't want to see stupid dudes like that. And that's what I would, that's what I would probably think is going on oh you're probably right i don't want to see that and it's just the it's it's production just like in the shadows just being like yes you see how america loves this relationship between these two and how we can just crush it i hope that it's not like that and i hope that they foster their friendship and they don't put them in a weird position but who knows that's really nice that's really nice kyle i really hope that that's (laughs) the case but i don't have so great but Anyways, what a season. What a last two episodes is what I'll give it. I am exhausted from this show. Yeah. That was a wild ride. Hey, we're, we're recording that. We didn't even mention this, that we're recording this on the uh, right after the show has, has aired. Oh, yeah, because we watched the li- live together. Mm-hmm. So we are staying up late. Yeah, it's like... <sighs> oh, I'm tired. It's like 10.30. <laughs> yeah, I'm really tired. 
I get in bed by 11.30. This could be awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us in this crazy season. What a crazy ride it's been. It really wasn't that crazy give until me, like, the last uh, couple Give me episodes. your top moment of Rose Dive ever, Kyla. Of Rose Dive ever? Yeah. What can I, I say of the show? I don't show? even know. Well, my top moment of the entire show was uh, when Gabby said no to be walked Gabby was, that was incredible. That was incredible. Um, favorite moment on Rose Dive was probably when I did all those impressions and then I Oh, that was really fun. Our lost, lost episode. <laughs> but our yeah. impressions were so good. That was good. Okay. Oh, this answer. is going to be a problem. <laughs> going to be a problem. <laughs> oh, oh, yours is so terrible. <laughs> yours is so it's, terrible. It's sad. We'll probably recap Gabby and Rachel. Oh, this is going to be a problem. I Mine is good. Well, I love is good. mine. Whatever. Mine is horrible. <laughs> I don't care. You're, I, I want to do I'm doing your impression of you doing Joe, grocery store Joe. All right, this is going to be a problem. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded it's, like it's him. It's Kermit the Frog. Oh, oh this gosh. is going to be a problem. Uh, did you have a favorite moment? Darn it. That, that's a really good one. I think our olives to ashes episode where I was very exactly spot on about Craig versus Katie. And, um, everybody thought I was a, a maniac. Mm-hmm. All of our 20 listeners thought I was a maniac and said I was completely wrong. That was a good, ep- I thought I that was that really, episode. that was a, that was our best episode. That was a turning point for me. Cause after, before that I was like, I don't know if we can keep doing this podcast if we disagree on something why oh yeah that was Greg right before that you were like I don't think we can do this I don't know we could do this podcast because we can't have different opinions but I guess that is a podcast is talking about your opinions we do we really haven't had a whole lot of different opinions throughout we sort of have but nothing like nothing like that well the time where you accuse Gabby of being inauthentic and staying for a bachelor in paradise that's exactly right (laughs) she did do that whatever they're all inauthentic they're on tv that's true i think i mean kind of like nick vial always says he says everyone goes on for the wrong reasons but then through the process a lot of times the people you can fall in love but it's usually a surprise oh yeah this is this goes back to my lesson that i've learned from the bachelor oh yeah what's your lesson my lesson is that get 30 people in a room spend a ton of time with all of them and you're going to fall in love with somebody Oh, yeah. It just is going to happen. That means there's only 30 different types of people in the world. Oh, yeah. You did say that one time. (laughs) Well, what's your percentage of investment at this point? Now? Mm -hmm. Zero. It's gone. (laughs) Done. I think my investment's gone down. With Clayton's season, it has gone down. Some of the memes were incredibly funny today. I was laughing out loud at them. That one, it said, I won't be, this is a verbal meme, which is not a good format, but (laughs) um, it was... It was, uh, it said Clayton sitting on the, Clayton sitting in the pews after sleeping with two women and telling all three that he loved them. And then it was like SpongeBob and and Squidward and they were, they were looking at this little door and they were like, this was God and this is Jesus. And they're like looking at him all skeptical. It was so (laughs) funny. I I thought it was hilarious. There's some good memes out there on the show. That's the, the good thing from this is not the show. The good thing is the the friendships that you made along the way that I made with Andy and Charlene. Andy and Charlene are incredible. Um, Wait, there was a meme that you sent me the other day about it that was really good. Oh, yeah. I said funny. I can't remember what it was. Let me find it. Too bad we text too much. Did Juan Pablo like Charlene? Yeah. She loved Charlene uh, (laughs) self-eliminated. That's so awesome. I know. Uh, It says people are medically in their... 
they're mad at the producers of The Bachelor. They really should be mad at these two kids and their damn letters. Yeah, they should be mad at these the damn kids <laughs> and their stupid little letters. And it's Mr. a picture Clayton, of these two kids. Mr. Clayton, Mr. Clayton be the love? biggest Ford I ever saw. Mr. Clayton really will be a good father one day. <laughs> I really just like, need kids. I hope these kids, like their parents sit them down and they're like, guess what Mr. Clayton did? This dude, you don't act like this. I don't care about how many forts he built. This is what you did. This you is voted what him in you did this, office, kid. And then this is what he did with his power. Oh, man. That that was good. Okay. And one final question. When Teddy said, hey, I, w- I hope you're okay, does she not? did she not know that he was with Susie? Maybe not. Because it wouldn't really make any sense any other way. Yeah. She might not know he was with Susie. Uh, now she looks, like a, she looks like a fool. She's fine. Yeah, she is. She'll be okay. She'll be on Bachelor I'm not worried about her. You think she'll go? No, she won't. She will. No, she won't. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, we have to recap Bachelor of Paradise. It just depends on if you're moving. Yeah. To Timbuktu or whatever. Wherever I go. Uh, well, we'll see where life is in July. Mm-hmm. But if it is, feasible, I don't really care about that season that much. I care. I do care about Bachelor in Paradise. And you don't I think care about I, ba- Gabby season. Not really. <laughs> not really. I mean. It's kind of like you say. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. I don't really care. I don't really care. Uh, I don't want to like. I care about them as people, but I don't want to watch The Bachelor. I don't really want to. I just. I'm tired of the franchise right now. Yeah. We have. We have time to reset. I think that some a couple months of space, kind of like Susie, we may come back around. Yeah. Somebody reached out. That's odd that we should have said that at the very beginning of our next season. Um. Somebody reached out after the end of our last season. And you know we left with with nothing. And it's The Bachelor. The Bachelorette, I mean. The Bachelorette reached out, and we're back together. Kyla. Okay, we'll, st- we'll start our next episode on that note, if okay. we end up doing one. Yeah, we'll see. But thanks so much for joining us this entire time. We appreciated all our, of our support. Our, the divers. The divers. We dove, <laughs> dove deep. Dove deep. It really did. <laughs> it's been a fun time. I really, I feel good about that we did the seasons we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think I wasn't feeling done with the franchise until Clayton's season. And then I was like, I don't want to talk about Clayton ever again. No, the franchise, the franchise that was is awful. really, really bad. It How can really you go from season. someone like Michelle, just a breath of fresh air in a cruel, cruel world, <laughs> and then grow, go to a cruel breath of air in, in clayton in a fresh fresh world <laughs> uh it just it was really hard to watch and like this season was more dramatic than michelle's season but i much would prefer to watch a lead that i actually care about finding love there needed to be a little bit more drama in michelle's just a little bit and even the drama in that one i kind of hated martin so it's it's difficult to have that Jamie. balance between the two because this one it really was pretty boring. I hated all of the Shanae stuff. That seems like a different season. Mm-hmm. Shanae, Susie, Rachel, or Gabby were not involved in that whatsoever. You know, they there weren't really even were in like it. There were really two parts of the season. Yeah. Part one was Shanae's show, and part two was the, from Final hell. Four. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. And pretty... then there was like an intermission in between with like Sarah and Mara. And and to to summarize the whole season... You could you could get the sense of Clayton's problems from what he did with Shanae. 
And then he used those, um, he used those shortcomings that he has in order to just ruin the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> I thanks so much for ev- everyone listening. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, though. Subscribe. That way, if we do post an episode, you'll get notified. Yeah. So either on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And um, we may be back. We may not be back. But Reach out to us at Shay Thomas, S-H-A-Y-E, Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, the number five. Still Venmo. At gmail.com. Venmo Shay. <laughs> yeah, Venmo Shay. <laughs> and say, we want more Rose Dive in the future tell us and then kyla won't move i can't believe it it'll be july like it's march yeah may no april may june that'll be okay. gone in that's not that far no it'll be gone in like very very quickly i guess july feels really far away because it feels like the year just started but yeah, it's four months it's not that bad yeah when but did it say july 11th yeah yeah it's about four months away almost exactly man well it'll be gone very quickly i'll be in amsterdam for for two of those weeks in july in april oh okay 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 well love you guys have an amazing couple months and we will maybe see you in july maybe who knows and uh if not then not but we'll never hear from us again if that's the case then just text us because you probably have our number (laughs) yeah (laughs) or leave us a review and we'll we'll review it We'll review your review. Yes, we'll look at it. We'll see if we want to keep doing it. Okay. All right. Have an amazing couple months. Have a happy 2022. And thanks for joining us on another episode of Rose Dive. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.